Tag Show. The Mixed Tag Show. With Jenna and Blue and Blue and Blue. Damn. Now, here's your host, Jenna and Blue Magic. Yeah. Ready? At least for this episode, can you just do it? No, it's not happening. Yeah, you're corny, son. Anyway, guess what you're listening to or watching? Because you know the star, the Mix Sag uh, show with Jenna and Le. Ble- you know what's funny? I had a, a client. Can you say my name first before you go into your story? Sorry, <laughs> it's gonna cut me off. I'm really am. I am, am part of this show. You know, that's behind you, behind you with Jenna and Le. Ble. See Le. Ble. There you go. You did it right this week. Yeah, I had a customer, a client that had um, that last name Le. Ble. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> What's Gucci, son? What's going on? Nah, you know, same old, same old. How you feeling? You just came back from Orlando. I didn't really know when you left or came back. I told you when I was leaving. What? Yeah, I should have wished you a... You didn't wish me anything. Sorry, there's no excuse. I really don't have an excuse for you. My my fault, son. Like, I left literally after I left here. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you said, see you next week, in a week. And I was like, uh, yeah, okay. Sorry, that was my fault. But you didn't tell me when you were coming back. When did you come back? Sunday. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you know, something short, nothing major. I really want to go to Orlando. I think I want to do it for my birthday. Want to come? Maybe. Would you come? Maybe. Depends on money. Fine. That's fine, but would you come? If I'm available, sure, yeah. What do you mean if you're available? Because like, I might supposed to be going the week before your birthday. Well, during your birthday week, remember? I might be going out there during then. So that's when I want I'll be go. out there already. So yeah, you know, okay. I just want you for for once in your life since we've been like friends and doing this whole whole thing just to like be like, yeah, you know what, Jenna? You, yeah, you say no more. We're like we're a team like, yeah. I've done that. I was at your last birthday dinner. Were you? Right. Were you? I don't know if you were or not. We went to blend. I'm kidding. I know. <laughs> and I stuck out longer. Yeah, I know. You for yeah, drinks. yeah, I know. Even though the place was a little kind of like a buzzkill, but you know, whatever, whatever. Anyway, my week is fine. Um, went out to the graduation for my niece, surprised her. Everybody posted a video up on the Insta story. It was so cute. And um, very proud of her. She graduated high school. Good for so, her. Yeah, round of applause. You haven't been really, you haven't been really doing the. Not really. Not really. But yeah, so I went out there for that. Hung out with uh, Nels and you know so and so forth. Met some I saw, people. I saw G was a little um, salty. Yeah, he was mad he couldn't make the trip, but he'll be all right. Well, you think so? <laughs> yeah, because we're supposed to be going out there. Like you said, maybe we're going out there for four. Oh, five. oh, you got so. you see. This is what I'm saying. Yo, you're fake. How? You know? Nah, son. Because we're trying to we're trying to catch Fighter Fest, and then. All right. What about me? I like wrestling. I'm your tag team partner. <laughs> it is my well, birthday? Well, you plan your week. trips. You don't tell me anything. What's up? Exactly. Listen, and, I tell you about money and bank. Uh, well, I'm not going to that. I'm not. Actually, going to no. That. I was supposed to go to money and bank. I'm not mind. doing this. I'm not doing that. Look at me. I'm blue. I'm Whatever. not doing this. This, this is what Other you than do. that, my week is pretty fine. How was your week? <laughs> oh yeah, my mom's here. Shout out to your moms, yo. So we don't have that. We don't have carnival air horns. So yeah, and she came with my other niece. 
The one I graduated couldn't come because she's allergic to uh, the North, supposedly. supposedly. Listen, I'm feeling like I'm allergic to the North my my damn self at this particular moment. Yeah, but hers is kind of weird. Like, she has, like, pus come out her legs. Oh, she's actually... Oh, I was saying that. Yeah, like, she gets, like, really... Mm. We don't know what what it is up here. As soon as she hits the air up here... It's different. Something's happening. Anyway, how was your week? (sighs) My week was good. Did I I do anything spectacular? No, same old, same old. I never really have anything... Unless I go to an event or what have you, so. No, you look like you was out here. Like, you was out here eating good. You had, like. Oh, that's right. You know, because it's been a minute <laughs> since I, I was showing out for the gram. So, you know, I have my. Like, you was out, like, at a carnival or something? Or, like. No. So, there's this thing. I, I don't know how to pronounce it, but shout out to Tatiana. I went with her. It, it was somewhere in Brooklyn. Like, it, they're always there. Like, it's like a food market swap. Food truck, kind of. Not a food. Yeah, like, there was different type of foods. Like, there was a ramen burger I thought about you because, you know, the whole ramen thing. I was, I wanted to try it. But. Ramen burger? Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird. Yeah, no, that's why, I, I don't know <laughs> if you saw my story, I was like, hmm. I wanted to try it, but I, I didn't didn't know. I that one. I was busy with graduation stuff. The service out there. You don't great. care about me, man. But I knew where you was at, though. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> but yeah, I wound up having... um. Some Jamaican food, but I didn't really like the jerk chicken. It wasn't like, you know how I got it, that it, kick? It didn't kick, right? It didn't kick. And it was, all, but no, the crazy thing is it was like authentic because you see old, old dude like with the machete just whop, with the, co- the coconut and yeah, everything. Yeah, sure. I did that this weekend too. Did you I that? saw, I, I saw remember, that. that. So you, the whole West Indian thing, yeah. the whole vibes. But That's my first time. Cut it in coconut? Yeah. I was a little scared when I saw the picture. I'm like, I hope he did this right. I did. And my mom was kind of scared, too. She's like, first of all, she didn't want me to go by the pool. She's like, don't mess up my pool. Right. Go in the corner. Right. But, yeah. Um. Yeah, but I had that. And then the coke, the, the pineapple, you know, drank was, was cool. So Okay. Yeah, I did. You're, you know what? I went out. It wasn't like, like what I really wanted to do for Memorial Day weekend, but here we are. Right. So it was cool. What you got planned for the weekend? Um, I don't know. Maybe go out, hang out. We we should hang out. We we don't really hang out like we uh, used I can't to. this weekend. Why is that, Blue? Have when, a double when, date when on you, Saturday. When do you make time for me? When do you make time for me? We'll figure it out. We got we got a tired summer. Prob- do you promise? We got a, we got no, a tired I'm summer. serious. I'm serious. We got no, a tired summer. Say, you always say stuff. We have an entire summer. You, you got to tell me ahead of time. You know how you know I've come at you. I've come at your neck numerous times about. You neglecting me and I know. Anyway, but not this Saturday. Okay, that's fine. It doesn't have to be this Saturday because I have plans. But See, look. That's, that's fine. My point is, at least I'm making an attempt. Right. Anywho, we've gone off tangent for you know my fault because I came late. Thought anyway, I'm not wearing WWE shop stuff, but you are. You are representing our fave, the boss, Sasha Banks, oh, the boss. Yes. I haven't heard that in so long. I decided why, to do why it for this episode. Why did you do that? Now I'm having like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm depressed. I, I'm doing it for this episode for multiple reasons we'll get into once we get into like hot topics and I'm, questions. And I have a feeling I know why, because we're typically on the same page with stuff like this. Yeah, but if you want this cop this shirt or something similar to it. Yes. Why, you know, supplies still last. Um, <laughs> head over to the WWE shop and... Click on the link in our bio at the Mixed Tag Show or in our personal at Miss Jenna Baby, B-A-Y-B-E-E. Or, or at Blue Magic Grind, spelled how it sound. Also, you can click on the link in the description of the YouTube, you know, and cast some merch there. Throw some coins that way. You can't get this shirt at the WWE shop. No. Because you, you have to be elite. Oh, there you be, go. Be elite. Be 
Elite. Oh, elite. so you didn't? I didn't. You didn't put this in the hot topic. Should I say it now or just wait till we get down here? In regards to Sasha, there hot topics about her. I didn't know there was hot topics. Just that she showed up for her. Uh, oh, for the WWE two K two K thing. Yeah, you can, you can mention it since you have the shirt on. You rep. Yeah. So yeah, she's, I won't. I won't be the mark. You no, no, do it later. Uh, do it later. Okay. Felt like an accent just came out a little bit. Anyway, anyway. Um, but besides that, where you can help us at is copping some merch from Collar and Elbow. Street fashion meets wrestling wear. What's our something like that? What's our discount code? And use a discount code TMTS, which stands for that may that sound. And oh, how about that? That may that September. <laughs> okay. So yeah, click on the link and you can also you. use a code name for that as well. Exactly, but you know. What's next? The Mixed Tag Show Fantasy Season 3. Sponsored by water, H2O. And air. <laughs> Quench your thirst if you're thirsty. And breathe if you can. <laughs> Yo, we doing it. We sound like Jericho on his thing, right? <laughs> Don't get me started on Jericho. Yo, it's mad funny listening to his um his promos for his like sponsors. Yeah. We trying to get up there, man. <clears throat> Right in the middle of it. Anywho, so while we were talking, I I was able to put the points together. So, in first place this week. Are we doing weekly? I thought we were doing I know, but I wound up doing it. No, I'm going to do it real quick. And I'm going to do it real quick. In first place this week, we have the Nation of McFly Nation with 147.67 points. Craig, you ain't got to lie, Craig. Wow. Next up, we have Undisputed Art Era with 109 points. Mixed Emotions, 93.5 points. The McMahon, nope. The Knight Riders with 90 points. The McMahon Regime, 2.0, 70.5. And, of course, <laughs> the favorite poser, X3, with 42 points. So, in the lead this week, it's still mixed emotions with 2,322.4 points. Next up, the nation of McFly Nation, Craig. You ain't got a lie, Craig. You ain't got a lie, Craig. 2,025.29 points. Go ahead. It's Friday. <laughs> I'm going to get you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Night Ride is in third place with 1,913.75 points. The McMahon Regime, shout out to Saeed. That's my. My Money in the Bank partner, 1,308.5 points. Hi, pal. Yep. And next up, we have Undisputed Art Era with 706.5 points. And last, and certainly least, <laughs> Man X3, 288.06 points. Hmm. So that is the fantasy draft season three. Season three. No, not fantasy draft, just fantasy. Fantasy season three. T- with TMTS. With Jenna and Tom. Huh? No. With Jenna and Tom, eh? No. Alrighty, so we're going to start things off a little bit differently. Yes, because we had a major pay per view this past week. Wow, Mark. I heard the, like, the, the excitement. But yes, we had Double or Nothing. I had FOMO, Fear of Missing Out. Trying to find flights, see if I can at least go for one day just yeah. so I can go to this show. But this is AEW All Elite Wrestling 
first major pay-per-view yeah. in the MGM uh, arena, right? In yep. Las Vegas. Yep. So, MGM Grand. MGM Grand, excuse me. So I didn't, you know, it was quite a few matches and we have other things to discuss. But uh, I'm, Sidebar, you know that the next pay-per-view hotels already sold out? I could imagine. I could All imagine. out? All also really the hotels, the hotels, not Damn. the tickets. Yet. No, no, no. I know, no, the I know, because I know the tickets ain't going. Yeah. Really, because I see was the tickets ain't going to sell yet. So the hotels already going. I was contemplating, like, yo, should I do this? You, you gonna do it? I don't know, because I'm gonna be coming back from a long trip in Miami, so I'm not sure. Why? I'm coming because my son. Okay. You know, okay. All right. Priorities. All right. Anywho, I'm thinking. I'm, I'm, I'm for real contemplating this. I'm be going for like ten days, so that's two weekends. I can't really like it. Anymore. I'm definitely comp- com- um, I mean, it's, it's, it is it's a, a, it's a topic. Enticing. It is a topic that we've been discussing. So, you gonna do the road trip again? Oh no, we're flying. I'm not. I'm that, not that, that was it. <laughs> that not, was it. It was that a was fun it. experience. That's it. That was the one-time thing. I'm contemplating it, but yes. Anyway, double or nothing was this past Saturday. Um, we won't get into every. Um, I didn't even put the whole card just because we had a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. But some of the things that I thought were interesting. Um, the Casino Battle Royal, right? That right. was on the the buy-in. Right. And what I liked about this, what caught my attention immediately, was not only the fact that whoever won the Battle Royal uh, would have, would be face off whoever won against Kenny. Cold number one contenders. Number one contender for Ken, versus Kenny versus uh, Jericho was the fact that not everyone came out once at a time right. or, or, or as a group. They did it by suits, hence the reason why they were in Las Vegas, the yeah. whole gambling play, thing. They play into the, to- the, the, in the topic, which yeah. I thought was really, really, really the theme. dope. Exactly. So I won't get into the whole, I guess, card. Shebang. Shebang or who were, who was in the match, but we had bad boy uh, Joey Janela was in it. Yeah. Right? We had with Penelope Ford. She made an appearance. Sean Spears, a.k.a. the Perfect Ten. Ty Dillinger, Def- or formerly known as. Formerly known as Ty Dillinger. Also, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, a.k.a. Yes. MJF. Yes, Tommy Dreamer. We had Billy Gunn, uh, Luchasaurus, Jimmy Havoc, and, of course, the winner of the Casino Battle Royale. Hangman Page. That's it. Bullet, well, sorry. The elite. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, Bullet Club respects them still. Give them a shout out. I mean, it look, listen, <laughs> they're part of Bullet Club. Once a Bullet Club, always a Bullet Club. That's it. Once a Nick, always a Nick. Sorry. Right. You saw me. I was repping. Yeah. I had my hu- my my I Union jersey. I saw that. I it was saw a champion. That. It wasn't even like a throwback like Mitchell and Ness. It was right. cha- anyway. I'm sorry. You, yeah. you know. I, you know. So, sorry. Hangman Page coming out kind of shocked me because I was hoping that he would have a singles match and just to throw him in there and a buy in was kind of a, a curve. Yeah. Um, but I see why they did that. Um, well, one you had to hype hype up this match too. I thought it surprised me too, especially. I know they've been like just been talks about just putting him over and really right. getting he's a young talent just right. really get him over. Um, I just find it weird that that he's immediately gonna get pushed into this the big title picture. I mean, at the end of the day, you gotta get a rub somehow, right? No, I get and it, then, and he's one of the stars of being the elite. No, I understand too, and I guess we'll talk about it after we uh, in regards to the pay per view, but. I don't know. It shot. Ultimately, I get it because in the yeah. battle royal, because it was like, what name really stood out that was gonna have a title shot? Jimmy Havoc. 
maybe Jimmy Havoc, maybe, but like maybe. But you see, if you're if you're someone that's been watching WWE and not like right. the Indies or what have you, you don't know any yeah. of these names. So you, Adam Page is like, ah, I think I know him, Bullet Club. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like you need a no name, exactly. And he was that the perfect person. So I understand it. I didn't care for it. The the Battle Royal. Um, Battle Royal is not my thing. Right. I like that the stipulation was a, a future title shot against right, right. Omega and Jericho, but it's still not my thing. Right. I saw some reports that they thought this was really good. It was. It like, was. I enjoyed Orange Cassidy. He's yeah. hilarious to me. What's this dude with the with without the legs? I don't remember his name. I was like, damn. Yeah, they, but that's just show you that diversity. Sonny Kiss was in there. Sonny Kiss was in there. Yeah, like, yeah. I forgot to mention him. Um, so it's just a lot of diversity. You see, and they don't take themselves so serious to the point where you're sitting there and it's like, all right, they just. My only thing is in regards to Sean Spears, formerly known as Ty Dillinger. I'm like, damn, you left WWE just to get <laughs> eliminated by an old dude. But I mean, give him time. He's not officially signed yet, so. No, I actually. I saw something on our page, like, he's going to be doing some shows, so if you're free, we should probably check it out. In the, in the area? Yeah, in the area. Okay. Because, you know, it's been a while since we went to an indie show. Yeah, what else stood out? For me, what else stood out to Don't me? Don't cut me off I like just, that. time. We got a lot to go through. So we, we had SCU, your boys. Yeah, they had a strong match as usual. Nothing really stood out to me. Nothing stood out, but I, the only reason why... Sorry, I didn't mean to... Clarify. I enjoyed Stronghearts' uh, teamwork and their ring psychology. Uh, they coming from OWE, so I really enjoyed the match all together. Again, SU, you can't really go wrong with them. The reason why I put that because they're, I, I would hope they're a known name at this particular right. moment. One, two, and I thought it was good to start them off because, yeah. like, yeah, you had the buy in, but then this is like, all right, we need no name, someone that's that's a group that's hot right now mm-hmm. to like hype up the crowd. I thought this was a perfect way to start off the show. Right. So yeah, like you said, nothing really stood out, but. Obviously, SCU defeated Strong Hearts. Uh, one of the two women matches that occurred on the card, we have Kylie Ray versus Dr. Britt Baker, DDS. Yes. Versus Nyla Rose. Yep. And we had a, a swerve of, <laughs> of we had a, of some sort. The what match went from great to awesome. Ah, I see what you did there, buddy. That was Brandy's line. I know. I <laughs> Anywho, it was supposed to be a triple threat match, right? And right. then obviously Brandy came out and now it's Awesome Kong. What did you think? That was a great way to introduce Spy. Awesome Kong. A lot of people mentioned her name throughout the week. It was good to keep a surprise in the pocket and not automatically, you know, project what you was gonna do. And there was no and was and there was no like, you know, Nobody knew on the dirt sheets, and this is what me and Nels was talking about, is that throughout the entire weekend, you didn't know you didn't know who was what. Exactly. And, so, I, and I was thinking about that. I, I didn't know if to bring it up during Hot Topics or just now, but I guess this, 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 this now is a good time. Is I think the reason why we haven't heard leak stuff leaking is because the whole thing. That's just less left. What you mean to do? Because I, I thought you wanted something. You, I'm straight. I'm drinking it straight. I don't drink that mixed. What, what are you calling me? A, no, I'm just saying me. I don't drink it mixed. Are you calling me a punk? No. You I'm calling me that. a punk? You calling me a punk? Anywho, no. But, yeah, I think one of the reasons why we don't hear, we haven't heard, like, leaks and stuff, one, it's a new company, right? Mm-hmm. And I think the idea is, like, we really want this to be successful, so we're just going to keep everything in-house. Because I'll mention this in Hot Topics in, in, in regards to, John Moxley. Right. But I, it's, and I, how many times I've said it and you've agreed on the show that I missed the days where we didn't have things spoiled. Right. 
right? It's just like the the genuine feel of like, wow, this person showed up, or this happened, like a swerve, like right. that no one knew. Um, so yeah, I thought that was pretty dope. Like the crowd clearly was excited for it, and people on social media and also uh, popped for it. And also, I mixed this a little bit. Too, but. You you didn't put it in here, but I also enjoyed that six women's tags match as well. That was just amazing. It was a great one match. of the two top matches of the night, in my a, opinion. It was a great match. The only reason why I because I've like the, I felt yeah, like it was too much, but it was a great match. Yeah, I just wanted to put that out. Both women matches were amazing with great work from both sides. And after after we discuss the card and we'll get into the hot topic. I mean, our question of one of the questions of the night, mm-hmm. but that is a promising side for me, especially talent that's looking to come right. possibly to AEW right. in regards to the women's division. That was a great side. But after that, uh, Dr. Britt Baker, DDS. Yes. She defeated uh, Kylie Raw, <laughs> Kylie Ray, Nia Rose, and Awesome Kong. I'll tell you one thing. Uh, Kylie, she definitely, she was the clear favorite and right. had a lot of people behind her. Right. And I know... Everything that has happened during the weekend in regards to Cody Rose, what he said yeah. in regards to the inflatable men or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But she does remind me a lot of like at least old school uh Bailey and She definitely Bailey. does. She does definitely has that 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 vibe to her. But it also shows that Britt Bick is gonna be the leading woman of this division in my opinion. I think so, yeah. She has it to me. She has it and, and I I can't help to think that because who her boyfriend is too, there's just kinda like a known right. name. Right. Because if you don't watch other promotions, you don't know who Kylie Ray is, you don't know who Nia Rose is. Um, you know who Awesome Kong is. You right. should know at least. You know who you should know Britt Baker is too because she made her appearances at NXT. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so she's the known name, right? And then on top of that, I hate to tie her to a man, but her, yeah. her boyfriend is Adam Cole. Exactly. So it's kind of like okay, we kind of have you as the somewhat as the face right now of the division, which is cool. She's she's dope. But um, then we get into the <laughs> we get into this. You ready? Can I do this one? Go ahead, go for it. So we get the Cody Rose versus Dustin Rose match. And what did you think? What'd and you Cody think? came out in his entrance. Direct shot. Bang, bang. Direct shot. Sledgehammer, bang, thrown, bang. everything. Bang, bang. And to me, I like it. I and, do too. And to be honest with you, Triple H probably likes it. I, you I, know, I, I, people I, are saying I'm, that he should be mad, but no, he, he likes sh- this. I'm sure <laughs> Triple H was like very impressed by all of this. You know, the only one that you really was... Probably didn't even honestly didn't even watch or care was Vince, which is stupid. But right. we'll get into that later. Um, you on my side? I had to stretch. Anyway, but yeah, I love that. And a lot of people, obviously, it was a hit towards not, and I don't think it was a hit towards Triple H per se, but just to get rid of that old mentality like that, like how Cody's been going in in his, in his promos about with this match right like that old school mentality of the attitude era and this and that and third this is the new generation new way of you know promoting wrestling and just getting back to having fun and you know putting your stars first and i think that was the symbolism not necessarily like taking a shot at triple h like a lot of marks but i think it's a mixture of both because they've both been taking small shots at each other yeah. in general like yeah. when when Triple H did his Hall of Fame speech, and you know the whole executive the, vice presidents the and, and the pissant company, and you know, well, you know, like so. I, again, to me, in my Ooh, opinion, Triple H loves this kind of attention. He loves this back and forth. Wait, and it's so funny that you say that in regards to attention because I I didn't know if it was like newsworthy, but I know Ryback 
on his pi- his podcast, Ryback on his podcast recently said that Triple H loves attention, like loves to look to see what people right. say on the internet, which the irony is he's always, he's always like kind of like crapping on fans, like right. that complain on the internet, but yet in real life, you love that attention and seeing what people have to say. So, like you said, you he loves this attention. Um, like, but if you if, if you're, you're respecting too, because it's Dusty's kids, like. it's Dusty's kids, <laughs> and not only that, you should like competi- competition. Like right. when you're if you know you're the best, and someone's trying to challenge you, your spot. All right, see, let's see what you can do. Like the Warriors, right? They're the defending, you know, back to back champions. Right. They're not gonna fall back. They want to get that that next champion, that back to back to back championship, right. right? So it's like, yo, you coming at me with the best? See if you can knock us off our throne. And so I, I think there's healthy competition, which is what sorely has been missing. And overall, the match was, in my opinion, very great. Uh, oh, so it, was, it told it a very dope. great story. It was dope. to the very end after the bell ring with 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 Cody's promo, and you know, I don't very need a friend. I don't. <laughs> I don't need a partner. I need my brother. Like, yeah, <sighs> it was. I mean, and it showed that Dustin, like, when you, when you focus on whoever produced the match, like, just when you focus on, like, okay, wrestling, right, and not like silly antics and whatever. Right. I mean, you had Brandy interfering with a dope spear, actually. Right. So I told you, she has one of the best spears in the business. I don't care what anybody says. Go off, son. Like, she does. Like, I don't, I don't know where it, where it came from, but Go she does off. the spear better than most of your favorite wrestlers. On that note, <laughs> Brandy did a, a, ph- a phenomenal spear, and then you had DDP come out and take her out. So minus that aspect, like the, the outside. The, it helps tell, help tell the story, right? So you need a little bit of whatever to tell a story but the, my only issue was with the blading situation like he, he dustin od'd on the blading that was a lot of blood it was it was it was it the match was really really good but it took away from the match slightly because it was just a little too much blood uh i didn't mind it too much it's also i don't know if you the moment when he got put into the figure four automatically thought about stone cold and a sharpshooter. Yeah. Like the moment they zoomed in on the face, I was like, "Yeah, but the way Stone, mm. yeah, but the way Stone Cold bled wasn't like this. This was a lot of blood. Like even it was kind of similar. No reason. I think it just dripped differently. But nah, the blood. No, because even when I was when I was sitting with my mother, because we were watching um, the Raptors and the Bucks right. um, game, and I had this on the the laptop, and she's like. He is bleeding. She was like, "He's bleeding. Is that even real?" Like it, it, it was looked, so. It, looked, it was. It, looked, yeah. it was so much that it didn't look real. So right. that was my only thing. But it was a great, great, great match, and just to show that he, Dustin still has it, and you know, Cody's on, on top of his game right now. So, how did you feel about the AEW title? Oh, that shit! <laughs> that that thing is bad. That how, thing is bad. How about having Bret Hart? Introducing that a ass title, crazy, and then M- MJF <laughs> was like, oh, "Watch it, watch it." Yeah. So you saw Brett like smirk or whatever, but um, yeah, no, that thing is that is dope. You know what I find funny about this is having that Bret Hart bring out the title is how Triple uh, Vince at the back in the day was afraid of Brett bringing out the title to WCW, and yeah. to have him introduce your new title after he just did a Hall of Fame for the Hart Foundation. My man said, "Yo, after I got attacked." 
I don't trust y'all no more. That's it. <laughs> but no, the title is 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 fire. I think a lot of people we posted it on our page. Yeah. At the mixed tag show, a lot of people said it had a, lot, a resemblance to the New Japan. Um, yep, IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, and I agree, and like a mixture of Ring of Honor. And I'm like, you know, it's also a head, it's also a head to like territorial titles as well. Exactly. Like, like I'm like, yo, pay homage, right? Yeah. It's what a title should look like. And I'm one of the few people that actually like the the current WWE title and Universal title. I right. don't have an issue with it. I really don't. But this title looks like it doesn't look like a prop. It looks like yo, this is going to be prestigious, right? You know, whoever carries it is going to defend it well. Right. So I, I, I really um, like the title. I met, I've talked to a few people on Twitter that didn't like the title. Um, I get their point. They said it was, like, very gawky, I guess. Um, I don't think it was gawky because it wasn't even that big. Like, the big the big gold belt. Right. That's a big belt. Yeah. Whereas this belt, is it's a lot of gold. Right. It's flashy. That's but what, I didn't think it was, like. So you're trying to come up with a nickname for the title because you know all the titles have nicknames, you know, ten pounds of gold, eagle yeah, wing, and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. We covered. He said uh, the gold badge belt, and I kind of understood that because of the whole cowboy feel, new sheriff in town. You know how they've been doing that whole cowboy spiel. So I'm like maybe the gold badge is, is a good name for it. Well, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Eventually, a nickname will come out from it. But after that, we had the AAA World Tag Team Championship: Lucha Bros versus Young Bucks. The Bucks won. You know how I feel Matches. about the Young Bucks. You 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 know how I feel about three. the Young Bucks. See now here I am switching my 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 stands. I said the <laughs> Usos might be the best tag team. Nah, I, the young, see, I told you hold that in thought. See <laughs> in in ring, no one's touching the Young Bucks. I just the only thing I think what the Usos have is that they're the ability, the charisma. To, the charisma and the ability to like cut. Really, really dope promos. That's the slight edge, but in ring is like it's, it's that match. That's the that was my favorite match. You know how I feel. Right. Like every time we talk about a new Jap- new Japan um match or right. or, or pay per view or whatever, you know I always say the Young Buck match is always my favorite. This it was it was amazing. Then we go to the main event: Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho, which was a better match in my opinion than what they did in New Japan. So here's my thing. You know how I, or at least I hope you know how I feel about Kenny. Kenny matches. I, I know he's a great talent. He's probably the best wrestler in the world. Second. Maybe, possibly. I don't know. Arguably. Arguably. After Debatable. AJ. After who? AJ. <laughs> Debatable, right? I can't get into Kenny Kenny's matches. What? This, I mean, it's not fair. I mean, it's, it's, you can't, it's your opinion. Yeah, it's my, and I don't, and I'm not like, I'm not one of those people like, oh no, his matches are trash. No, they're not match, but they're not trash. But remember, I told you before when we were talking about, I think, I think it might have been versus Jericho. His matches start off really slow for me, and then they pick up at the end. Right. I will tell you, he bumped the hell out of in this match for Jericho. Like Jericho of looked course. like an awesome heel. Um, and and Kerry Kenny took mad bump, so I will give him that. And he hurt his neck during the match too, and still finished. Yeah, so I mean, he's always going to give you a thousand and one percent. For me, I didn't think this this match. It was good. Is like much better than what WWE is putting right, out. Right. But I thought they could have done a whole lot better, in my opinion. And maybe it was the situation because of John Moxley, formerly known as Dean Ambrose, was coming out. So maybe they didn't want it to go too, too in. I don't know. And plus, his, again, his neck was like, After, he, yeah. took, he took a bad bump on his neck. Yeah. So 
I think that took away from it as well. But um, like you said, the match was, in my opinion, was very good. Like I said, it's top two between the six women tag. Um, even over the Young Bucks, I put Young Bucks about like it's between those three could interchange, and I won't argue. Those two, I, I won't argue. You interchange those three, I won't argue. You. Yeah, it's one of those things. Yeah. But yeah, I enjoyed it all together. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we could go into ratings. Or you want to go to the question of the night number one? Well, or? before we even go into the ratings, oh yeah, one. but we got John Moxley came out and he do the crowd. Do the crowd which was is, very symbolic. Yes. Um, you see them behind the f- stage and you see the footage, whatever. It's awesome. And then you just see all the promos and everything that he, you know. And we'll get into hot topics, but um, my rating for the show, I give it an A minus. There's a lot of things. It was a great first like. Pick, quote unquote first because they had all in but right. quote unquote first great uh pay per view. There's there's some tweaking that they can do in regards to like it felt very indie impacty, you know. Vibes. But that's the I like that vibe. I understand, but I also want yeah, pull from what you can from different promotions but make it your own. Right. So that's the only thing um we got time. But they have time and I'm not knocking it. It's, it's the first time they did it. JR got to knock the rust out because it was just, it, it wasn't Yeah, that was the only thing that w- I would talk about as a commentary um, yeah. between JR, Excalibur, and I don't remember the other guy's name. Yeah. Um, it's a lot easier when they were using announcers that was more familiar with their product. Mm-hmm. Not saying Excalibur is not, but Excalibur is more of like a punching kind of person. Mm-hmm. Jim Ross is not very, not right now, should be color commentating. Um, it's just, that was the only thing I really took away from it. To me, I give it an A. Um, I don't know what the people rated it, to be honest. We'll just put it right here. Can we grab it real quick? Do, do, do. So, as she's grabbing the ratings, I'm going to go ahead and start off with the question of the night for number one. Mm-hmm. What do you expect or like to see from AEW going forward? Well, I really like their diversity already. Um, you see different aspects of all walks of wrestling life <laughs> in their ring Legit. on their fir- on their first night. Um, you could tell that everybody enjoyed being there. Everybody played their part. You could tell it was a fun night. You know, it felt like it was a fun atmosphere all together. So moving forward, I would love to see them keep that. I said, I said, hey. I, I'll say, I'll say an A. So, an A. So I would love to see them to keep pushing forward with that, and you know, I'm not sure. Let me see. Yeah, did you did you see? Uh, no, you didn't see. So Cody Rose talked about they asked him about the, Mark Henry asked him about the diversity of yes, AEW. Yes, and I, I forgot to mention that, but that was a very um, and I don't have the exact quote, but it was a very. I have it. I remember that. Go for it. So basically, what he said was that one time he was talking to Cody, um, Brandy Rhodes. And he was telling Brandy, like, you know, I don't see color. Right. And Brandy automatically, and this is when they were dating, Brandy automatically responded, if you don't see color, then you don't see my experiences. And from there, he knew that he had to change the way he looks at stuff. And I think that's the push they bring with AEW as well. As you know, they have a gay male wrestler and Sonny Kiss. They have a transgender and um, and, uh, Rose. And, you know, it just brings that different side. Mm Mm-hmm. To WWE, well, to AEW, mm-hmm. that and then to the point where somebody from Congress recognized AEW for their diversity, like randomly, like nobody, I can't remember the woman's name, mm-hmm. but nobody saw that coming, and mm-hmm. she recognized Cody and AEW for their diversity and their product. Yeah, I mean that's huge. Um, I respect the hell out of Cody for that. My only concern in regards to, and I love the fact that diversity will be a big thing. And, and look at look at the the owner of the company. Right. right, 
But my only concern is in regards to AEW, when it comes to the whole idea of diverse diversity, I don't want it to be that, yes, I understand they're saying all the right things now in regards to like different people are going to get pushed at different, and wins and losses are going to mean stuff, mean something. I don't want it to be a situation where elite members are going to be constantly featured. Right now, I get it because ultimately they're popular. You kind of have to bring it into into the forefront. But I would I I hope to see that it's not just Cody with a big match or or the Young Bucks with right. a big match or or um, Hangman Page because that's the, who they want to push currently. You get what I'm saying? I want to see other people. What names that we can bring out that we don't know of that are familiar with that can be a, a top mid card or top you know main eventer right so that's that's i would love to see that and i would love again i would love to see uh a really strong women's division you know how i feel about women's division that's how you feel that's the key for me because we already know what we already know what the men are gonna bring and the different people that they sign you it's 2019 like women wrestling is at an all-time high you have to feature these women, um, and I see that they make an effort with two women paper, two matches in the pay per view. Yeah. Automatically, they gave them time to let them do what they wanted to do. They, they gave them time, but also too, and I guess because it's the first pay per view. But I don't want to be, I don't want it to be the same situation where, like in the WWE, let's throw all the women in the Fatal Four Way, or let's throw them in a tag team match. And ultimately, that was the situation here. I get it's a, a new pay per view, we're just trying to get as much as we can I, I eyes on onto it. it. Yep. But I want to see going for Fighter Fest or for All Out. Right. There's there's, there's one more, there's br- one more fo- um, fight for the fallen. Let's see Britt Baker versus. Oh, they already have it. They have um, Brandy versus. <sighs> Can't remember the girl's name. She's fight. They're fighting at Fighter Fest. Each, okay, but see that's and that's. I want that to be obviously you're gonna get your fatal four ways and your triple threats, but let's let's create fuse and not get into the situation. Oh, let's throw the women all in one in one match and everything else is men. That's what I want to see and I, I expect to see, especially with Brandy being the chief brand officer. Right. You know, I I would hope that that's a main focus for her specifically. Yeah, the, the, the woman's name is Alexandra. I'm gonna attempt the, the first minute, last name Cortez. Mm-hmm. So she's from the Democratic Party. So shout out to her and shout out to AEW. Wait, wait, she's fighting? Huh? No, no, she was like shouting them out for their diversity. Oh, I was like, wait nah, a second, nah, she's nah, from nah. the Bronx too. Shout nah, out to her. You know, she's shouting. She's saying Cody and AEW's diversity. She paying attention. So let's jump into your show. WWE put the world. You do it. You pushed the button. Where, where is it? <laughs> it's right there. First, before we start this off, to be honest, I didn't watch this. I very, I, and I'm gonna be honest with you, I really didn't watch. It. I kind of just fast forward. I was gonna watch it until people were telling me like the first hour, which is one one match, like a match really didn't occur. And I just watched Brock Lesnar segment. <laughs> Brock Brock seg- segments didn't do anything for me, but um, you didn't think he was hilarious? I didn't think that. I think it was stupid and. Like I'm not gonna say it here. I'll tell you off like here what it just reminds me of. But regard regardless of the fact, nothing stood out to me. But I'm this is these are the talking points I decided to talk about. The whole Shane McVan versus Lance Anoa'i, aka uh, Roman's cousin. I don't know if that's actually his cousin. If yeah, he's family. So he's actual family? family. Okay, so. Whatever, Shane goes in about the lineage of the Samoan dynasty. And my thing is, I'm looking at this, and I'm like, first of all, you hear the fans booing. You hear the fans 
chanting AEW. I, I read about that. And it's like, yo, and, and we talked about this last year when after All In. This was All <laughs> In. You did what they did for that pay-per-view. This is for you to, uh, oh, yeah, that's what you're doing? Let's step up the, the ante. Right. And you didn't do that. You had a segment like this. This was stupid. This is not how I envision. Sh- At this point, I envision Shane, even if it's storyline wise, coming out in a suit, taking over for his father. Right. Like he used to be in the Attitude Era when he was just. Oh, it was corporate. He was in a, not always in a baseball jersey. To be honest with you, to still this idea if you want to, I would have loved this to be a start of Shane Man versus Triple H because of all the talks of like when Vince goes away, who is it going to go to? Like this could be a nice build up for that as they head into XFL, as they head into uh, SmackDown on Fox. Like no. I'm the lineage. Like, I'm the next in line. Right. This is going to me. Screw my sister. It's coming to me. Like, no. And then Triple H steps in like, no, no, no. And (laughs) regardless of that, which is, I think that's a dope idea. This is stupid. Like, this is the time for you to, to, all right, we got to step it up. I'm not saying AEW is going to be like, as soon as they premiere, you know. Right. Maybe they will. I don't know. But, you know, take over. But people are after your neck. Right. And this was just stupid. You had Roman look stupid. This is all the reasons why, and we'll get into it, John Moxley is, was fed up for segments like this. This was retarded. Right. But besides that, because I don't want to spend too much time on that, go ahead. Sami Zayn, live from the electric chair. Some new segment they got with Corey Graves, um, getting questions from the fans. I think they tried this already with Bliss, and it didn't work. With with, ba- with Bailey and Sasha and Bliss. Yeah, they did that. It didn't work. It Wait, didn't work. And then they did. They tried it twice with Bliss, right? Sure, I, I guess. Whatever. Now you're trying to do it with Graves? Like, and with Alexa Chair? What's the point of Alexa Chair? I'm, I'm assuming they're thinking, like, oh, you're in the hot seat type thing. Like, we're going to get... I would have loved it if it was, like, a lie detector test, like... Strap the wrestlers into the and then have a light detectors on the screen or something like electric chair for what? I don't know. I, I saw again. I didn't watch this. I saw this. I'm like, I'm not watching this. Now nah, the only thing, <laughs> the only reason why I brought it up, like, like I'm with you. I really just fast forward just to get points, but I, like maybe like stop for a second just to get the gist of it, and then. But I didn't actually. I damn sure didn't watch it live. But um, the one thing that stood out that everyone was discussing or talking about was that Sammy, Sammy, Sammy eventually um, was quote unquote fed up with the questions that I asked. And he's like, "You can ask me anything. You can even ask me about AEW." I got a, a reaction out of the crowd. Right. I didn't put this in hot topics because it was very like all over the place. But nobody no one knows, knows the real the real issue. Like if it was scripted or if it because one I saw that Vince was furious about it. Uh, then I heard that it was scripted, but right. kind of wanted just. But not scripted, they you know. To, you know, kayfabe it. Kayfabe it. I hope it was planned or it, it wasn't, regardless if it was planned or unscripted. Yeah, like, come on. Like, you shouldn't be scared of competition. If this is what's happening, I don't care about AEW. Yeah, so what? We said AEW. Right. All but right. then they took it out the, the the video for YouTube. So I don't, again, we don't know if it <laughs> so was. So we don't know what's happening. But, yeah, like, my rating for Raw was an F. And no, I can tell you watch it. You didn't it. watch it, and it looks like the the viewers gave it a C minus. That's so generous. I'm telling you, that show was not good. Nothing about that show, even with Brock. Brock thing was funny to me. You tell me why you don't think it's funny after when you get off the air, but I think that was just funny. I didn't, um, I, I didn't think it was the part where he was like a year. <laughs> just to play up that he doesn't watch the product, like a year. 
Why are we out here now? <laughs> my man, it did nothing. It did nothing for me. I, I cracked up. But on to your show. On to my show. I actually watched this because um, mm-hmm. I saw some people actually enjoyed the show. Mm-hmm. Um, this whole Lacey Everson Charlotte Flair thing is, you know. Ooh, I got a kick. It took a turn, but my thing is, why do you turn them when they're on two different brands against each other? So I'm confused. I don't think Lace. I don't think Lacey is. She, you, I don't think she turned. Well, I, they had a little. They, they were supposed to be I friends. Know, I saw. I saw. They're, no, I then, saw. I just don't think she turned. I think. I don't think it was a turn. I'm just saying, like against each other, like, oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. you know, combating each other. Like they're on two different brands. Why are you creating a feud between these two? She wasn't even on Raw. She's a Raw superstar, right? Like Wait. it was. I don't know. Like I, I will. The reason why I wanted to bring this up, I. I know how you feel about Lacey. I think she's a very strong character. Like the promo backstage, I thought with Charlotte was awesome. I thought the match with Lace, um, with Bailey was really good. Like there was some move sets. I was like, oh okay. I was impressed. I was impressed. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlotte, I thought she was bad on commentary. There was a lot of awkward pauses. That's, that's like even strong. like even even at one point when Bailey got thrown out the ring and she was in front, she was like, oh. Like if she was gonna say right. something, and then it was, I was like, okay. She, she probably not used to getting direction while talking. Yeah, so I don't know, but it, that was she was kind of weak on that moment, but obviously whatever. And I, Bailey is just like killing it for me. It just is a bad time for her. Is it? I, not for her, like her, but where WWE is right now. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. It's yeah, not, it's not the perfect I agree. time for her. I right agree. Now. I agree because she. I think she's killing it. Um, if if like you said, if it was a situation where WWE was just at an all time high, hot right now. her pop just like how Becky crazy. caught on at that moment. Bailey would be catching on. She got rid of the hugger thing, right? And is more a little bit more like adult, you know, aggressive. Not a not adult aggressive, but a. a Focus more towards the adults as well, but still focus with the kids. Oh, you said adult, like adult. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I thought she put on a really good match, and I think um, Lacey matched her. I mean, I think Bailey's obviously the stronger wrestler, but it was a good competitive competitive match, in my opinion. Then we move on to the twenty four seven title. So here's my issue, right? We talked about it last week in the premiering, and ultimately we knew it was going to be a silly thing, right? And I forgot to mention this in Hot Topics, and I guess I mentioned it there. This wasn't even Vince's idea. It was USA. USA's idea. Shout out to R-Truth, yo. He's doing the best with this title. He's doing the best he can, he- but my issue, see, my issue is, he's, it's, it's, now it's lazy booking, because he, yes, he, it's, it's funny, but he still has held the title, right? right. Yes, Elias won it from him in 2.5 seconds. He won it back. But it's lazy booking, because it's like, okay, now who else is going to, Get it because our truth can st- you can still utilize him in this whole twenty four seven thing because he's funny and he's right. gifted in that way to deliver these type of uh, segments. But this is lazy booking. I don't understand how they think this is the recipe to to boost up ratings. This is this is first. Now you have Carmella like in this. Yeah, they're funny together, but Carmella needs to be do her own thing. Right. You know, just last year you had her as the SmackDown Women's Champion and, and defeated Charlotte Flair. I mean, she had her match. She did, but it, ultimately what's, what's overshadowing that, she lost. She lost to Mandy. Yeah, she did. And what's overshadowing that is Shout out to Mandy. 24-7. She's on, she's on that Hers magazine. Shout out to her on the Muscle Fitness Hers um, 
Did you see Otai Road with r Truth? I sent it to you. I saw it. I don't know if you sent it to me. I don't I t- think you did. I texted it to you. Hey, I sent it to you and Undisputed. You sure? Yes, I am sure. I mean, I definitely saw it on Instagram, but okay. I sent you the Twitter link. Anyway. Anywho. He, again, but going back to that, he's doing a fantastic job. But this is this is stupid. But my and again to show how important the title is. Why didn't Roman try to win it after he speared Elias? Oh, no. And then why Drew McIntyre just watch Elias pin our truth and was okay with it? Like it's just, it's just stu- no. It's just stupid, if it's a title Roman. that people want, Roman let Roman get a grab at it. Like I think it, I I will agree. I think it's funny that you have our truth running all around this yeah. arena. But like you said. Get one of these big name superstars to do it, like just anybody. And let's, yeah, I know we saw the old time road and then our truth really like getting into it. And Drake Maverick with the, the posters, but now, all right, legit have wherever our truth lives or catch him in the street, right? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, like, it, it, like you have to make the best out of the situation, like, be creative and think outside the box. But besides that, how did you rate SmackDown? I gave it like a C, C, C. I'm gonna give it a C as well, and the reviewers rated it a B minus. So generous. So generous. NXT Takeover 25 predictions. I'm gonna run through it quickly. Matt Riddle versus Ro- Roderick Strong. Who do you have? Roderick. I have Riddle. NXT Tag Team Championship. I have Street Profits. Street Profits. North American Championship. Velveteen. Velveteen. Uh, NXT Women's Championship, Shayna Baszler, I have. Yeah. I really? love Shayna. I love Shayna to death. Well, um, it has nothing to do with that. It's just a matter yeah, of. Yeah, I just think it's time for EO. To, yeah, it's getting kind of, you got you to gotta, you gotta crown somebody next. I, I get that, but I don't think they did a great job. Like, if anything, you're promoting Mia Yim more than EO Shirai. I mean, she had a promo t- last night, and she got Candice LeRae to be in her corner against Shayna and them. So Okay. NXT Championship, Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano. Adam. I'm going to go with Adam, too. Only because I know what happened. Like, apparently Johnny's hurt right now. Okay. Well, and, and I think it, it's, time. Point, it's time for Adam. And that's why I kind of think the tag team titles might be undisputed ever as well. Oh, that might be a good look. That's what I'm saying. And then put Roderick against Velveteen, Velveteen. next and let him capture it. it. might be a good look. I told you. I told you. Undisputed gives me Bullet Club vibes. Like, it's time for him to capture all titles. I agree. And be as dominant as they say they are. I agree. Because WWE is missing a faction. You know, one of the Triple things... Triple H doesn't that, like... I mean, not Triple H. Vince doesn't like factions. And I don't get it. Like, why don't you like factions? I mean, but throughout the history of his his, his promotion, there has been factions. But you realize that once he won the war, <laughs> after that WCW versus you know WWE situation, you don't really see factions amongst them anymore. And I had this conversation with, you know, the Golden Elite when I was in Orlando. It was like... Who the hell is Golden Elite? It's like Undisputed meets their group down there and call each other Golden Elite. Anyway, so what I was saying is that I don't understand why you don't want factions in your in your company when people gravitate more towards factions because you can feel like you're a part of something. Yeah, you can follow an individual superstar. You know, yeah, I'm a Roman Reigns fan or, or AJ Styles fan, whatever the case may be. But when you have something like the Bullet Club and it's like a faction, it's like, all right, I'm Bullet Club. It feels more legit than trying to follow one superstar. So I never understood why they don't like factions. Like back in Attitude Era. Well, you had, you had DX, you had right. Nation of Domination. You, you picked who you was with. Yeah. Like I remember in, like, in elementary school when DX first came, no, NWO first came. Yeah. The night before, I was making NWO tags with me and my boys to wear at school the next day. Like, yo, we're NWO. Like, 
That's the fun part and of wrestling. Saw, and then not only that, you saw what happened with the Shield. Like all three of those members became legitimate stars. Right. Obviously, we'll talk about John, aka Dean, but all FKA. three, FKA Dean, all. I'm just calling Moxley from that one. I don't know who Dean is. I mean, we some people may not have watched Double or Nothing, so you still gotta refer That's to him. Anywho, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to be the heel. But besides that, let's get into hot topics. Raw viewership down yet again. This week's viewership brought in 2.19 million views, down from last week's 2.521 uh, million. Um, it is also the lowest number Raw has seen since April 29th's episode. I brought this up because just last week you were mentioning how the views were up. And I, I argue that point. Because you're like, oh, Brock brought in the views. It had, nothing, it, it had nothing to do with Brock, but the simple fact that there was a swerve. If it was a swerve with anyone else that you weren't expecting, I guarantee you it would be the views would be high. This last this past Monday, was you had no ba- uh, basketball game, so you had all the TV time to whatever, and it fell. Uh... I only say the reason why I'm not very big on this week's numbers is only because that it was more day week weekend. People are out on Monday. People are enjoying each other's time. By the time they get home around like nine, because they didn't work all day, they was out with friends drinking whatever the case may be. By the time you hit home eight nine o'clock, you going to sleep to go back to work the next day because you're tired from all the things you did that day. It's a, it's a holiday. I'm not gonna make so, it. To, I'm not gonna make so it. So you know me, I'm first to you know whatever. But it was a holiday. Ratings for holidays are always like yeah. Like there's there was no in- I don't know yeah. that, I, that's debatable because if you want to watch a show especially if it was less like the finals or the Western Conference finals or the Eastern Conference finals but that's different it's gonna be played at the bar where you're gonna be drinking anyway or you at the barbecue where everybody watches not everybody watches wrestling I understand but if 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 it was a situation where WWE was putting out good a good product. People would be watching. Well, I mean, granted, what you said, I was out on Memorial Day. I came home and I still didn't watch. I still didn't watch because I this is it's trash. It sucks, as John Moxley put it so <laughs> eloquently. Injury updates: We have AJ Styles, who is currently injured. He said um, something in regards to his AC joint that the bones were rubbing together. Originally thought it was a fracture, but it's not. Says it's not a major injury, and just maybe he needs a shot to keep the swelling down. I'm not buying it. We'll see. I think he doesn't want to go to Saudi Arabia. I don't blame him. Ronda Rousey has her cast removed. She revealed it in her new YouTube video. Who cares? The haircut. Oh, listen. <laughs> I know. I, I know you don't agree, and I'm not necessarily agreeing with what I said. But those might feel that there's a void missing with the likes of Sasha not being there and uh, Ronda not being there. I don't know. Anywho, WWE confiscates AEW's, uh, AEW signs, MJF signs, and save us HHH, Triple H signs at SmackDown. I saw the sign. And um, then it disappeared. And then it disappeared. I mean, you can't you can't Petty censor, Betty. You can't censor you can't everybody. Censor you can't. It's going to happen. Just take it. You do put a better show on, and then you won't have the situation, right? Just take it. Just take it. Anyway, let's get into it. John Moxley signs a multi-year deal with AEW. Mm-hmm. Jr. Jim Ross says signing the signing was a surprise. He knew that they were negotiating with him, but had no idea that it was actually going to go down. Um, 
he asked about him 10 days prior, but he had other focus, obviously, with double or nothing. Right. So it goes back to what we said earlier. I love how this is, like, not getting out. Yeah, but it's also a thing with GR. GR never want to know anyway because yeah. he wants his reactions to be. He said this before, like, I don't want to know what's going on behind the curtains because when it happens on screen, I want to have a general reaction as everybody else. As we saw for for when he actually came out, that right. was a legitimate um, reaction, which is dope. And that's always um, JR's always been really really good at the whole color the color commentating thing. I don't know if it's just rust like ring rust as they call it. Yeah, but, it's been a while. But the reactions and like the like the emotion you're always gonna get that out of JR, which we obviously appreciate. Uh, John Moxley will also be fighting with for New Japan Pro Wrestling as he will face Juice Robinson at the Best of Super Junior Eight Finals on June fifth. Did I I didn't tell you that did I? I figured it was going to be John Moxley. No, why? Because of the promo or just before that? No, because when the video popped up when I was watching Best of Super Junior Weights, I knew it was going to be him. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> he's not going to be the WWE. Yeah. Like, it was one of those because it was a bar. You, know, you seen the video? Yeah, just recently. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but yeah. I, I seen that during the Best of Super Junior Weights when he was, when Juice was talking, like, you know, I need a contender and the yeah. video popped up. Yeah. I'm like, well, that's John. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yo, them promos are fire. I can't even. Can't even front yeah. on that. Um, what else? Who else? He's he gonna face Joey Janela at Fighter Fest. Officially, That's, officially, his first match. Tony Khan, uh, in a busted open interview, revealed that AEW will focus more on wrestling than the sports entertainment aspect of the really? show. We'll have some skits to progress storylines, but most wrestling will be in and around the ring, and no choreographed segments and in in dresser rooms and what have you. I like that. But it's it doesn't hurt to have backstage segments as long as it's not silly. Uh, I don't think he's saying that it's not gonna be no backstage segments. I think it's more so like. I mean, he said no. No, like he said no choreographic. I don't. Segments. I, I I think he means like he's gonna let them. I didn't put the full quote. He said no, like backstage segments. That's what he said. So I, like, if what you're trying to say, like you don't think that's what he necessarily means, I hope that's not the case. But uh, maybe he just wants everything to happen in the ring. I mean, but I do like the fact that it will be wrestling, you know, orientated and, and just the whole silliness. Like, I know we grew up in for basically in the Attitude Era where it was a lot of, like, crude humor and just <laughs> silliness. Humor. But humor. But you still had a lot of talent to to execute those silly segments. So right. it, it was fine. But now it's just, like, you can just tell a lot of these superstars are super, like, not comfortable with these these segments. I'm going to give you some of that because that's hella strong. You can drink that. You just gave me like a splash. It's fine. You can drink it. But yeah, so. Yeah. Going on, John Moxley interview on Talk is Jericho. Oof. Getting into the nitty gritty. <sighs> Moxley opens up about how depressed he was working with WWE. Mentions how it was mentally exhausting to come in every week and get fed embarrassing storylines and script. He would literally count down the days of when his contract would be over, even contemplating that maybe he'd feel different after returning from his injury. Knew for sure he wanted to leave in July of 2018. He didn't want to comply completely crap on WWE. He was fortunate for the past eight years. It's where he met his wife. He didn't want his leaving to be a sour note to make it awkward for Renee, but felt the feud he had with Seth made no sense and was going nowhere. Where to the point where he refused to align about Roman's cancer. Said it was so bad that he, it wouldn't have made Vince look bad, but Dean bad. And to the point where they could have lost sponsors. 
And continue or you want me to continue? I'll continue. Throughout the podcast, he mentioned the process to get anything approved by Vince was a hassle. Their creative process sucks and it's killing the company. He blames Vince for that. Um, feels that the structures he, he's, Vince has built around himself maybe since 2002 when he bought WCW. This is how all mm-hmm. this eventually started. Um, said he's excited in regards to his new journey with AEW and working with different promotions. Uh, he like he felt that he can be finally be himself and creative, and that he has so so many ideas. Um, excited that he can be a difference maker and show Vince and WWE that their way sucks, and not necessarily that again they were focused on WWE, but hopefully that this forces them forces them not even just for for AEW for them yeah because he like he said he has friends and stuff like that right. over there and he wants to see be happy and do well um what did you think of this interview i felt like this interview was very straightforward um and honestly we've heard it <laughs> we've heard this before with CM Punk and it's the same kind of interview and then i said this i was speaking to some friends some wrestling fans mm-hmm on Facebook about this and I put it on my Twitter as well. It's funny how everybody's behind John Moxley of how he feel. He has every right to feel the way he does. But then when Sasha felt the same way. Go off, son. She's a crybaby. Go off. This is the exact same thing that she's talking about that Moxley's talking about. And the only difference is, is that Moxie saw that he had a couple of months left. And he said this in the interview. He said, I realized my contract is almost up. I didn't want no BS in terms of my, my contract. If I try to walk out now, they try to bring lawyers in. I just toughed it out and be out. And not only he said that, he's like, if they sell a S.H.I.E.L.D. DVD in like Cambodia, right. I'm going to get my $2 and whatever. Royalties. He got paid $500 for the last appearance with the S.H.I.E.L.D. because they were trying to be salty towards him. And... Sasha has four years left, so you want Sasha to suck it up for four years? When you're unhappy about what you could do and you know you could do so much more, it is so difficult to suppress yourself, as Moxley simply put in his interview with Chris Jericho. And Jericho backed him on this. And it's, again, not the first time we heard this. We heard this from Ryback. We heard this from CM Punk. So, guys, help me understand how you could side with one person and not the other. I mean, but it goes down to it, and not to take the focus off of Moxley, but it, when it comes down to it, Tasha's a woman, and she's a woman of color, even though she is also half white. But she's also she's you have that one drop rule, you're black, right? right? So it's it's she's a woman of color, and she's a woman. On the other hand, again, John is a man and a, a white male in that. Not that he he's he's wrong in his opinion; he's absolutely right. I was li- you you text me to listen to it and I was like yeah I'm downloading now to actually listen to it and it was so relatable because this is just how corporations are they have their own agenda right if you work for a specific company you know how it is right. if they have their own agenda that you want you to do this do that you when you know your worth and your talent and you feel that you you're not be able to be creative and, and really show, you know, what you're capable of. Right. But you're stuck in this box. It's it's depressing. He said it on the sh- on the interview. Like, there was times, like, it's Monday and I'm looking up at the ceiling like, I don't want to do this. Right. And that's just, I think. That's, just, that's the worst feeling. That's the worst I'm feeling. I'm pretty sure somebody, if you had a job you didn't like, you felt that you way. You felt, that's what I'm saying. Like, I put in my story. Like, this is so relatable. Like, you know, when you don't like 
something or a job or just a situation you're in, it is so depressing to get up out of bed and even and, and do anything. Just to show reality, the relatability to that is that when I used to work at Hot 97, working in the entertainment field, I loved it. Like, I would get home at 4 o'clock in the morning and still, and still woke up at 9 o'clock to make sure because I was back there it. at 10 on time. It's kind of like when we do this podcast, right? Because we both have a passion for wrestling. Right. It's like... Yo, I had a like I worked from seven thirty to five thirty. Got up at six o'clock in the morning, whatever, and then to come to do this, right? But it's your how passion you is how you feel. On the flip side, when I used to work for corporate, I was late to work every day. <laughs> like literally, I was late. I would push that snooze button so many times until like, all right, I'm gonna be like ten minutes late. I can live with that and leave. Like, it's just relatable. It's super relatable, and um. I felt like this is the first time, and I haven't been a fan of Dean Ambrose. I just always thought it was silly and what happened. And, and he felt the same way. <laughs> and it showed. And I remember someone telling me, sorry, someone telling me at for access at Royal Rumble that he was not fun to be around. Like, the pictures he took, he didn't really interact. And that that is probably because I think that's the timeline that he said it around, but he didn't want to be here, whatever, whatever. He told him. He told him. So that's the same. Like, you know what I mean? His vibe was different. Right. You know? And, it, like, this is the the most I felt like he's had, like, personality. And I'm not, I know the lunatic fringe, he's done the best he could with that character. But it's it just, it was something, like, refreshing to hear him speak. It just seemed like he had a purpose. Just see him coming out at AEW, even though he did, you know, Dirty Deeds, whatever, just see him come out and how the crowd pop and just like how he moved in a ring. You could tell that like he, like he enjoyed it. One thing and that stood out to me in regards to the podcast when you're a, a huge, huge wrestling fan, like all these superstars, all, most of them, were all wrestling fans at one point in their life, like just, whether it was ECW, WCW, WWF, WWE, whatever, just passionate right. about the business. And it's crazy that one person or the, the process can suck that joy and passion away from you. Right. It's, you see that with Sasha. You see that with, with Dean. You see that with CM Punk. You see that with all these Pac. Type of people. Pac. You, like, you see this with all these different people. You, what? No, because you shout out to Neville. Neville was what? Neville was a beast. This one I understand he was, especially when he turned heel. But besides the point, right? Respect that man. I you talking? What you talking about? Tell Vince to respect Respect, that man. I'm just saying in general, respect that man. Anyway, but besides that, to see to hear that like you genuinely love something, and then they take that joy away from you. That's that's telling, you know. And 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 I when I was listening to the interview, I thought about what a con. A conversation we had when we first started the show, and you said that Vince is a genius. I'm like, no, Vince isn't a genius. It's the situation that he got handed to him. Ultimately, his father had, you know, right. had this, and it was it, he bought it, and whatever, whatever the situation. It's like when you brought up to me in regards to DX, right, or or Triple H and Shawn Michaels going to Vince, Vince and telling them this is what we need to do, and then finally realizing because they were losing out on the wars to WCW, right, this is what we needed to do. So all these characters or, or wrestlers were able to show their personality and they were they weren't restricted. This is why WWF at the time flourished. Right. Right? It's not, it, it's not so much about being yeah, you might be a good businessman, you get the deals done, but when it comes to this actual product and I think they set this along the lines of 
I don't think he loves wrestling. <laughs> he loves sports entertainment, the business aspect, right. the promoting aspect of it, but actually loving wrestling, that feeling that you get when you see so-and-so come down the ring and just, like, you know what I mean? Like, the whole idea of, like, you have guys like Ricochet and Cesaro, like, they put on a great match, but it still doesn't have that same vibe. Like, if you watch a Ricochet match in NXT, you get what I'm saying? Right. It's always when that superstar comes up, something is lost. And you know they didn't lose their talent because that's talent. You don't lose it. Yeah. But for whatever reason, these matches, they it, it's lost on the main roster. It's kind of like with Seth and, 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 and Dean, right? Moxley. Well, Dean, when he was in the WWE. His mama named him Moxie. I'm gonna call him Moxie now. <laughs> when he was, when they had that feud, remember when they were chanting, "This yeah, is." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was because I'm still on the fence when it comes to him. Like I, I think I'm very excited for him in regards to AEW. I said this to somebody. I know you're going with it. I, I don't think he's a strong wrestler. Yes, he is. When he came to WWE, they made him change his style. They oh. wanted him to be a brawler, lunatic, fringe, that whole persona mm-hmm. if you go into the indies mm-hmm. he handles himself very very well similar to how stone cold they made him change him himself after his injury well this is why i said i'm very excited to see what he has in store because I, i'm i'm excited for him listening to this just see like to see that passion right. that, that energy that's exciting for me because as a wrestling fan i want to see like the 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 performers be excited so we can get excited for them when we're watching it. Like we did for all AEW wrestlers. Exactly. Exactly. So um, it was very telling. And then while I was listening to this, and I remember when we had one of our episodes, I was like, when we crapped all over it, but that one segment, it stood out before he even said it, and then he said it yeah. about the, the doctor segment yeah. with yeah. the rabies shot. Yeah, we both was like... We were like, what is this? this? Like, this makes like nothing. that's the one thing out of that, like, one of the few things out of that, like, feud or whatever that stood out to me. I'm like, yo, this is awkward, right. especially when they, how they kind of changed, he changed his character, right. right? It wasn't the lunatic fridge. He was Bane. Exactly. <laughs> so it was, it was more so... A, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I felt... With all that said, I felt I felt him on this. It was very telling, and you can only imagine the other superstars that are going through this. Like I like Roman's the top guy or one of the top guys, but you had to deal with this whole Lance, you know, cousin um, storyline. That and, was stupid. And it brings up to what I remember when they did the cancel angle. I'm like, yo, it, it felt awkward, and I don't think they really wanted to touch that. Now see that, and you're right. <laughs> see, my thing is like, this is WWE. Like I, I was that's like their blueprint. That's their the, blueprint. But I felt that awkwardness. The, the, I felt the, it. <laughs> the the line was effed up, and we don't obviously don't even know what the line right. was. I, I would love to know what the line is, but um, I don't know. I and it just comes back down to this: why it's and it's just in all facets of life. Like we let people who are out of touch, and I'm not gonna bring race, but older people that are out of touch like dictate things like wwe has to change you have all these stockholders and vince and then have, all the yes have, men got, and all these things all these people people that's more smart that can make the decisions for you triple h <laughs> come on it, but it's not even so but you need diversity in this day and age things change like you the silly whole like in different characters back in the 80s cool that was the, the time frame but you saw in the 90s we wanted relatable character badass characters because that was just the 90s things change and whether it's politics right 
whether it's fashion, right. whether it's it's music. You know me and you are old school heads when right. it comes to like older music. Yeah, but today's is that mumble rap. That's what's in. The Megan Stallions and City Girls and... I mess with them, but besides that, <laughs> that's what's in right now. So it's like you have to the adapt the bit, but blueface, exactly. All these, all these people that are popping right now, times have know, changed. But go ahead, rock out. But regardless, you have to adapt, and this right. is the same situation with the WWE. Like you cannot have the same people that were born in 1940, 1950, whatever. That's calling just calling shots. It's it's. It's it's enough is enough. And the last thing I want to say on this is that it was a, it was a quite it was a quick scare because apparently Renee Young was in Vince's office for like an hour when she came to work on Monday, and then I was like, oh snap, <laughs> this yeah. is not good. But nothing came out of it as we know as we, maybe as, as we know right now. Maybe they were just telling her that she won't be at Saudi this year like she was last year. Maybe that's what they were just telling her. Um, I don't know. But besides all of that, things have to change, and I hope like, and I guess this. Segways. Segways to our last we have question of announcement the for our listeners. Speaking of change, so this will be our last episode for the season. So we're wrapping up season one. Basically, yeah. Yes, this is season one of the the mixed tag show. We don't plan to be gone for too too long. No, like a month or two. Right. We just want to. We just want to take a step back and um revamp some things we've been doing the same thing for about like a year over a year now mm-hmm. um we want to do some things different we want to add in you know new aspects to the show this is what you're supposed to do wwe we supposed we want to change up the music we want to you know so we want to change the feel of the show a bit and not, and not even only that going back to just the product it's not fun to talk about <laughs> it really isn't unless we're talking about AEW or or like some like like gossip some tea it's not fun it like just I need a break from watching wrestling. We've been, uh, we've been taking breaks. If you ever realize, you know, like we haven't watched the show in its in its in its entirety. So with that said, we're gonna take a a, a break. But be, be, and not only it, that, it's time for families, time for each other to enjoy some of life. Because this is very consuming with just us two. Like this really controls our lives in in general. So on that note, what would you like to see by season two of the mixed tag show? Obviously, because we plan on coming back by SummerSlam. Oh, by the way, draft, you're still going to be going on. We'll probably just update your points. Every in a, in couple, a, maybe every couple of weeks. Yeah, in the group. So you'll be fine. No, no, we can do it on, on Instagram, too. On Instagram, too. But. but what would you like to see in regards to... Diversity. No. <laughs> Listen. No, I would like to see... I don't know. For me, I want to see... Uh, I would like some help. If we can find some, like... People that want to rock with us, like I'm, the terms t- of, I'm talking about. Oh, oh, I'm talking about product. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm, I think we're doing pretty well. I think we just got to come up with some new concepts in terms of like. No, I mean the WWE. By the time we get back to like doing the show, oh, you said what would you like to see by season two? Of t- oh, I think you meant like us. Uh, oh, I would like to see. Um, we gotta put our business on, out in the. <laughs> I'm about to say, I would like some payments. Um, get some sponsorships and. Uh, it's like that. Um, but oh, WWE, I hope you get it together. I would like a nice competition between AEW and WWE by that time. Um, I would like to see approving storylines. I would like to see more of the women division. Hopefully, Sasha is back. I would like to see a better attacking division. You had Daniel Bryan 
crap on the tag team division on SmackDown, and he wasn't wrong, so nobody really booed him for it. Um, it's just funny because I think I saw a story that he thinks the tag team division at an all time high, but whatever. Anyway, um, I would like to see like like I, I was joking because we was talking about us, but to you guys, I would like to see some diversity. <laughs> like, I would like to see some new people into play. I would like to see you not drop the ball with people that's coming up from NXT. Watch NXT. Promote NXT a little bit more on your show because that is a brand of yours that you want people to pay attention to because when they come up, you want people to know who they are. There's a few there's a few things. Nobody cares about your one billion social media followers. That's combined with all your all your superstars, not superstars. I just sound like I'm from Long Island. Superstars, not just specifically your like Right. Like, like come on. Like the, the, we're not stupid. Um what I would like to see I would like to see Boss time! Sasha Banks back. Of course. For selfish reasons. Not because I don't understand the situation, but I, I would love to see her back. I think she's a missing void in the women's division. A fo- let's bring back the focus again on the women's division because it has been lacking. Yep. Um, diversity, I agree. There's, it's too many of the same people that's doing the same thing. The whole wild card thing what we said was going to happen it's the same people over and over so it's you know we're not stupid and listen to other people's ideas it's time to listen to others and create a platform for those that are that enjoy wrestling that are wrestling fans I'll never forget every time you apply for a WWE application they ask if you're a fan and from what I heard here is that they prefer to hire people that aren't like super fans but right. maybe you need that right, right. that's going to be passionate about the pro the product yeah um and like you said watch nxt you know you're doing the whole dimming i don't know if you still haven't noticed but it, i didn't watch on the yet. third hour it's they're making the arena dark but you're missing it right you're you're making the arena dark but there's still a light on the, the ring so there's still you have to make the ring dark, like put the focus in the ring. and You know what I mean? Right. Like you're missing it. Like you're trying all these different things and you're missing it. And that's what John said in his interview, like out of touch. In, re- in regard being out of touch and in fact that when he was supposed to come back, have me come back at SummerSlam. Yeah. But instead you had me come back on Raw before. It's things like that. Like it's so, things that are so easy to catch and just listen to what the people are saying. And... By the time we come back, it'll be before AEW anyway. But like, get this competition thing up and like really rolling. By then, we'll have two events. So, get it up and running because it's, it's needed. It's needed. It's, it's time. time. So, on that note, thank you for listening to our show for the past year and a half or so. I guess it's half. we do appreciate it. It's been a journey for us. Like we said, we're not going anywhere. We're just going to change the theme song because, you know, that's what you do for seasons. Like Revamp. You revamp the theme song. Maybe a new logo. Maybe a new logo because I'm actually tired of looking at this. <laughs> Maybe, you know. Not too different because you got the draft title now. That's true. But, you know, come up with different. We haven't done contests in a while. Right. So bring that back. We have some skit ideas, too, that we want to do that I think will be pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Don't we going dark. We still going to be on social Moving a bit, yes, not as get, much because we're trying to revamp at the same time. But we're gonna throw some things out there. But we'll get back to like posting our like daily clips and just being a little bit more focused on social media, just because we're not we the time is not so, executed for this. Right. So again, on behalf of the mixed tag show, we want to thank you, and we will see you season two. 
Season two. Yes. So stay it, stay in tune for the, the announcement for that. We gotta yeah, we gotta go into the drawing boards. We coming back. We gotta come back stronger than ever. Yeah, so but please still support us by going to <laughs> our link in our bio at the Mixed Tag Show or at Blue Magic Grind. Right, spelled how sound. Or at Miss Jenna Baby B A Y B E E. Or if you're watching us on YouTube, the link is provided where you can go to the WWE shop so we can get some coins. Also, you can support us at Collar and Elbow. You still got to do a skit. And it's not mentioned Al Stone. We just got to do a skit. Okay. Okay. Use our discount code TMTS. That stands for? They may, they say. I've said that before. Whatever. I don't care. And go ahead. The Mixed Tag Show. Oh, and I'll also have a, we'll probably have a new closing as well. So for the final time okay. of this season, okay. I bid you adieu. Goodbye. Mwah. Mwah. And good night. Peace. Season one. Bye. <laughs>